for anyone wondering, like, what the hell that was, that was my sweet boy, Atticus Gray, who's a Great Dane, snoring, which he does a lot, pretty much if he's sleeping, which is often. And it just is, it's so sweet. And also, if you follow along and breathe with him, it's really relaxing, almost like a meditation. So you're welcome. to read a letter. I chose one. There's several, I want, but I want to, I want to spread this out. So I chose one letter to read because I promised you guys a long ass time ago that I would do this and I never did. So it's probably about time. All right. Britt. Kate here at Earth to Kate. <laughs> oh, I get like my own intro. Oh, I don't really have a podcast. I was just using yours. Can you guys tell I don't read ahead? Insert foot into mouth. Wait, okay. Does that have anything to do with hand, foot, mouth disease? I'm just realizing. Because that's like a thing with babies and, the, and they're always putting their feet in their mouth. That's disgusting. If anyone knows, let me know. Let me know. Side note. Um, and if you don't have kids, you probably have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Or maybe even if you're perfectly normal. You don't know what I'm talking about. Turn back now. This is, the show is not for you. (laughs) All right, I'm going to reel it in, finish this out. Just wanted to let you know how much I love your show. Because of you, Tuesdays are my favorite day of the week. Oh, you're really good at being yourself. And I know that sounds like the easiest thing to do, but I think it's the hardest. Oh my gosh, Kate. Everyone wants you to be a certain way and do this, don't do that, but you do you always, and it really inspires me. I'm a huge fan, and it doesn't even matter what you talk about. Season three could be about sewing or arts and crafts, and I'd be like a kid at Christmas every Monday night. Thanks for making me feel like it's okay to be me. You've really given me confidence that I haven't felt in a long time. Love you, girl. Always. Kate. Oh my goodness, Kate. Seriously, you just made my day. You just gave me confidence because, I mean, it's it. I think you're absolutely right. I think you nailed it when you said that it's the hardest thing, but it should be the easiest thing because what else? Why would it be hard? But it's hard because people, like you said, they they want you to do this or that or behave how they want you to behave, and it's so easy to get caught in that and feel like you have to do it or have to hide who you are or. Even better, here, Kate, listen to this. You probably relate to this. A lot of times, even with family and loved ones, you feel the pressure to dim your light. And it's not, I don't think that those family and loved ones have bad intentions, but it's just like, it's it's what makes us different for a reason. Like it's, it's those people who aren't comfortable quite yet in their own skin that are trying to change everyone around them along with themselves. And it just, it doesn't work. It's, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. And I don't have time for it. And I'm, I'm glad it seems like you don't have time for it either. And I'm glad. I'm very glad for that. It one day at a time. Okay. Either way, Kate, you just made my day. I feel like a kid at Christmas. So thank you so much. That was really, really sweet. And uh, when we come back after this quick little break, We're going to do some question therapy and 
I want you guys, as always, to do it with me. These questions are amazing and they're so much fun. So let's do this together. It's super great, super fun. You can write them down and journal them. You can answer them while I'm doing it. I don't care how you do it. I don't even care if you do it. I'm just letting you know it will help you out. It's like a venting session. The first time I did this, I slept like a baby. I mean, I sleep really well almost always, but that night was different. It almost felt like I was like floating on air. Like I got a bunch of shit off my chest and I was just floating on air and it was random questions I didn't even pick. All you have to do is be uh, be honest about them and answer them. And then you'll be so happy with the results. Guarantee it. So yeah, we'll do that when we come back. Bookworms, this one's for you. The search for your next book to read ends here. Recently released, A Killer's Wife is perfect for all my true crime friends. The best part, it's part of a series, so you'll have more to look forward to once you've finished. Written by best-selling author of The Neon Lawyer, Victor Methos, A Killer's Wife is a gripping thriller about a prosecutor confronted with the darkest part of her past and the worst fears for her future. Jam-packed with conflict that you'll easily relate to and plenty of twists and turns that'll keep you at the edge of your seat. It's everything needed for a great read, guaranteed to satisfy any suspenseful cravings you may have. Available in Kindle format, audiobook, hardcover, paperback, and even audio CD. Get yours today at Amazon.com. We are back, and like I said, we're going to do question therapy, and I have the first question ready. I am prepared for the first time in forever, and that's okay, because really, like right now, what does it matter? It's all a shit show anyway. So real quick, another thing I wanted to tell you guys. If you are like me, I live just uh, south of Chicago, Illinois, and the whole state, we're on lockdown. And, uh, it's, it's a thing that I just, it sounded like in my dreams, like if someone were to tell me and explain it, I'd be like, that's a dream come true. It's not. It has been a very trying and testing time. Um, I've learned a lot about myself, even still, I am still learning about myself. Yes. And I will never stop (laughs) because it's, it's just, I mean, what, how do you not learn about yourself when you're forced to stay home? Like forced, maybe that's part of it. I don't want anyone to tell me anything. I want to do what I want to do. And if I want to stay home, I will. And that's probably what I want to do until you tell me I have to. And then it's like, what the fuck? Also, it's very hard. Like, I don't even know what day it is half the time. It feels like being 32 years old and in a nursing home, but not in a nursing home, just like that mentality and like dementia almost and not sure if things I'm thinking of are things I've said or remembering or if they're, if conversations I've made up in my mind have happened or not. You know what? No, not a nursing home, a psych ward. It feels like I'm in a mental hospital, but without 
whatever drugs they give you to make you feel more normal. <laughs> Seriously. And then toss in a three-year-old who is just like me and wants what he wants. And you know what? Good for you. I'm glad that you want what you want. But like, we're going to butt heads this whole time until one of us caves. And it's not going to be me. Although it probably will be. Don't tell him that. He doesn't need to know. But seriously, it's also then there's the anxiety part where you're just like, you're left to your own devices and you're just like constantly thinking. And this is when I have to say to you, take a break, relax, meditate. I know it sounds so crazy and so weird and I'll never forget the first time I tried to meditate. It, It was like I just closed my eyes for three seconds and freaked out. Real quick, hold on. My son's coming up to get cereal, so please hold. Hi. What what are you doing that for? I'm doing a quick little recording, and then I was going to get you some cereal. Daddy said you wanted cereal? Yeah. Here. You want me to fill this up? Yeah. Okay, now listen, you can be in here, but do not touch any of these things. This is equipment, it's super... Can I just touch this? You you can touch this, you can sit here, you can talk into here, but don't touch it, okay? I can't touch the You know what? Here, watch. See how I'm sitting? Sit like this. And if you sit like this, where I was, you can... Oh, watch your head. Oh, I'll pick that up. Here. Sit right here. And then just talk out loud, okay. whatever you want. It's, It'll catch it. You don't have to go up there. It's going to catch your voice, okay? Um, okay. You can say, yeah. So why don't you go ahead and talk about your day? Or, um, day. But it won't work. No, it is working. Trust me. I'll, but, li- I'll let you listen to it after. Why don't you talk about what you did today? Okay. Um, okay. There you go. Um, I went to Isha's. No, you didn't. We stayed home today, remember? We're in quarantine. Oh, yes. We told it. <laughs> you went outside, right? Yeah, I went play outside. Now I'm doing something to go back outside there. Later, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing back outside. What, what did you eat today? Um, fruit pouches. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Last time... Yes. Did you have gummy worms? Yeah. You gave me the right. I did. Yeah. Can I tell you a pool too? Can I tell you a pool? What? Can I tell you a pool? My pool? No, my your oh, pool. Oh, the computer. Please? No, honey. Because that might mess up the recording. So watch your head. Watch your head. Okay, here. Here's your oh. here. Say bye, guys. Bye. Say peace out. Peace out. Yeah, you nailed it. Say, hey, wait, wait, one more thing. Say, that's a wrap. That wrap. Okay. That was, yeah, that's my water. No, no, no. Oh, my dad, wow. You got water? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so very much. Okay. I got shoes. Okay. I got shoes. Yep. Shoes. So here's the thing. They can't see you. So if you hold up my shoe, they're not going to see it. They can just hear you. But guess what? It's time for you to go downstairs with your cereal. Oh, no. I'm going to stay up here for a little bit. Okay, well, 
that, you know what? Fine. Let's. Here's the thing. Yes. Uh, when you're in quarantine, you just have to roll with the punches, and this is one of them. So sit on your butt, please. I don't want your legs bent like that. That's not good for your hips. Can you please sit? It's soft and cushy. There we go. So let's talk about it, Augie. Yes. What's your name? I'm Augie. Augie? Yes. What do mom and dad call you sometimes? I'm Augie George. Augie George? Yes. And Augie Doggy. What else? I'm Augie Lawson. Augie Lawson? Yes. Yes? Yes. What's your favorite color, Augie Lawson? Um, red. Red? But I, I like you, but Benny picked it. Yes, I know Benny picked blue, but what did I tell you about that? Yes. No, I'm asking. What did I tell you about that? Yes. I said that Benny can like blue, and so can you. No, but Benny said no. Well, I understand Benny said that, but he must not understand, or he must be confused about that, because Benny is your best friend. Um, he just must not know that part. Everyone can, you could all like blue, and that's okay. But um, Benny didn't know it. He might not know that, no. I'm dead. That's okay. Can I turn now? Benny's younger. He's even younger than you. No, 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 no. This is what I'm made with. This is love. Okay, uh, real quick, I'm going to try and answer at least one question while I have a second. Uh, I hope you can't tell that I'm not using equipment, and I know I just ratted myself out, but these are some dark times, but also the brightest times, and not to mention the times where we have an excuse to just, like, do us. Like, do you. Like Kate said, for real, though, because... It's a shitstorm. And the best part is, it's like that for everyone. It's the first time since I've been alive that I'm aware of that we're all in the same boat. That we, like, we're aware that we're in the same boat. So, real quick, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have my husband coming upstairs any second. I just now, at 11 freaking 30, got my son down because we made his boy, his boy, Okay, I'm so tired. We made his bed a big boy bed today, and he's been losing his mind. So excited to go to sleep, but also terrified. And finally, I'm just like, okay, bye. I just left the room, and and so far it's worked. So I don't have much time. So question number one. I just had it. Story of my life. Where are you at? Seriously, though. Hold on. <laughs> okay. When do you feel most in tune with yourself? A couple things come to mind, but the first one is when I'm in the ocean. Whether I'm in... You know what? Hold on. An even more basic one is when I'm in the water. It could be a river a creek, a pool, but the ocean is the strongest for me, but water in general, even in the shower, it doesn't even need to be a bath. When I'm in the shower, I am at home. So when I'm in the ocean though, it's, there's nothing that can compete with that. I feel, I feel like the second I step into it and as soon as I'm fully immersed, like up to my chin and treading water, 
I love being in it, even if it's just my hands or my feet. But if I'm treading water and I've gotten that far out into the ocean, I am thriving. Every cell in my body is clapping its hand, like just ecstatic. Like I am lit up, turned on, tuned in, ready to rock and roll. And I don't even have to, the best part is I don't have to do a damn thing. Just swim. And I, I, it's weird. It is weird, but it's also so amazing. And maybe that's why I crave the ocean so much is because I don't have to try. I just walk into it and it's like, it does it for me. It's like, I can turn off and just be like, finally, and like go to sleep, so to speak, but not really. Cause then I would drown, but in a, in a, as a metaphor, I can just like let go and be like, okay, I'm done. I'm gone. Like clock out. So I guess that's another way to say it. And then I just, the feelings that come over me, the peace is something that can't be recreated. I've tried to recreate it. Trust me. It just can't be. It doesn't, it doesn't work. But the second I get into the ocean and I'm like physically deep into it, Oh, I can breathe. It's so amazing. So yeah. And, and it just feels like everything is just, it just feels the most natural for me. That's where I feel at home, the most home. Cause I feel at home in a lot of places, but for sure when I'm in the ocean, I am hundred percent truly at home. This is what I'm made with. This is love. I wanted to read a letter that I, well, a paper I wrote in, I'm guessing fourth grade. This says Brittany Lair number four. So I'm guessing fourth grade. Um, my handwriting is pretty badass. I don't know how, like, I don't remember ever writing this well. And it's pretty funny. It's straight to the point. It's accurate. And it's, I think it's pretty funny. Um, there's no grade on it. So that's makes me curious. But anyways, I wanted to read that because it's funny, like I said, and I need to get back into recording mode. As I check and make sure this is recording because that was one of the 750 issues last week. Here we go. 12 years ago on a hot summer day, I, Brittany Nicole Lair, was born. Why did my parents name me Brittany Nicole? Good question. My parents named me Brittany because my grandma liked the name. I was born in the Morris Hospital, and as strange as it seems, nothing unusual happened at all. <laughs> Soon I was crawling. I was a really good crawler. I was so good that when my mom put me in a crawling race, I won. I won a blue stuffed elephant. That was one of my favorite toys. Another favorite toy of mine was a stuffed green Care Bear that my Aunt Sherry had given me. Then it happened. I got hurt really bad. What happened was that my Aunt Jody was pushing me in a kitty cart and it hit a rock and I flew out of the cart and my three front teeth cracked and I had to get them pulled. As I grew older, I gained an attitude. <laughs> I don't know where from I just did. <laughs> this is so me. One of the things I said was, Mom, did you wash my pajamas today? My mom, no, me. Well, if you don't listen to me, then I won't listen to you. I wasn't all attitude. I was also funny. One of the funny things I said was, my sister had asked my mom what would happen if she got married twice and had two kids. So I said that if you get married too many times that you had to go to Oprah. As a young child, I had a lot of company. 
I had lots of friends and I had two wonderful dogs. Their names were Patches and Pokey. I loved those dogs so much and I missed them. One ran away and the other we had to sell. That reminds me about a person that was special to me. Her name is Bridget. She's from Germany. She is and was always so fun. She's really, really nice and she has this awesome accent. I always wondered what Germany was like. Well, that was my past. I hope you enjoyed my early ages. <laughs> oh, Lord. Keeping it brief, as always, and to the point. She moved with the machine. Played a game to change it. This is how it is to be. Oh boy, oh boy, this is a treat. I am curled up on my couch. I don't have to worry about recording equipment. I'm just using my basic phone. My Great Dane is snoring on the right of me. My German short hair is snuggled up as close as can be on the left of me. I've got the lights on pink. I mean, this is this is heaven. Uh, basically, there's no pressure. There's no... I mean, I'm working. I'm recording on my phone. I have never done that. I've always used equipment. So truly, all bets are off. There's I'm at I'm at the lowest of the low technically, but like physically like for real technically because I have no equipment. But I also feel higher than the clouds because of the fact that I have no equipment. This is very freeing. And I love snuggling with my pups. This is great. Okay, so this is how you do question therapy. I am convinced. Although Atticus, if you could quiet down a little bit, you're very loud. Hey buddy, you wake up just a tiny little bit. Oh, now Sissy's snoring too. There, maybe I bring out the snores in people. I don't know. Hopefully not you guys. I need you. I need your support. Okay. Uh, the next question is, where is it? I just had it again. Oh my goodness. I can't barely think over Atticus and Kennedy's snoring. Mm -hmm. Oh, if you had one extra hour of free time a day, how would you use it? Super easy. This doesn't even, I don't, I honestly didn't even have to think of this. I knew right away. I wasn't even done reading the question and I just assumed it said what it said and I knew the answer. So after work, every day, I, I get off work, which for whatever reason, 4.15 to 4.30, which 4.30 is when I leave to go pick up my son, is the busiest, craziest, wildest time at work, aside from the very early morning. So it's like I'm trying to do all these things and then get out the door on time, go pick him up, get him home, and he's all pumped up about God knows what all the time and excited to see me, obviously, and go home. And so he's wild, and I just spent... All my energy that I, the very last bit of energy I had, I dropped it off at the door when I left my job. And then I have to go get him and then do that and then get home and deal with him for like an hour, probably up to two and a half hours till my husband gets home. And when my husband gets home, he can't even help me out because he's got to cook dinner because I don't cook. So it's like, I have no break. And I, as an introvert, or maybe more specifically as just me, Britt. I need time between my job and my at work and my job at home to decompress. And I don't have that. So I would spend, if I had an hour, I would take an hour between work and picking up Augie. 
so that I can decompress because the the very few times I've been able to do that have been monumental in my memory. Like I remember those times as the best days ever because I'm a better person for it. I'm a better mom for it. I'm, a, I'm just better for that because that's what I need. It's not even, and that's the thing, like, what do you do? My question is, what do you do when what you need and what's possible and available at the time aren't meshing? You do what I do, and that is the very best you can, but it's it's a struggle and it it's not ideal and it definitely impacts me in a negative way, health-wise, mental-wise, just all of it. So yeah. Uh, that's what I would do with one extra hour of free time a day. That's how I would use it, 100%, Monday through Friday. Keeping it going with question number three, which, which is just waiting for it to load. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's something you wished you said? Where do, where do I start? I I can think of at least 50 things right here, right now. And give me three days and I'll have a million. The first one that comes to mind is I wish I would have said goodbye to my grandpa, my mom's dad. Um, I was in seventh grade and we had just had a huge family party at their house. And standard for me, my standard go-to move was I fell asleep on a lawn chair outside. Whether it's nice weather or cold weather, I will fall asleep in a chair or couch every time. So right before we had to leave, my parents woke me up and I was just so out of it. And it takes me a good 20 minutes to actually fully wake up and be present and aware of anything and be normal. And that's on a good day. (laughs) So that time we were gone in 10 within 10 minutes of them waking me up I still I don't even rem, I it's like a blur to me but I know I didn't say goodbye because I was so tired I'm like it's fine I'll see him again and I did see him again but it was in the ER when he passed away and so I do I wish I would have said goodbye to him and give given him a hug which I'm if you know me at all I will not leave your presence, even if it's to go take out the mail or go get mail and come right back in. I will always say goodbye and I love you. And it's not like a, if, I mean, it might seem like a uh, something I have to do, but like it's something I want to do. And it's something that means something to me. So if I ever do that to you, it's not something to just brush her, like, oh, she doesn't even, she's not even whatever she's just saying no like it is important to me I'm very aware of when I say it however I do wish I would have said it that time the one time I didn't the literally the one time I didn't say goodbye and that's why I just tell people I don't beat myself up over it I was exhausted it's fine I'm human but I do realize like okay I am onto something because it's always been important to me even before that happened so that's something I tell people all the time. It's it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. It's what you do with that. You can be totally pissed off and want to just like murder somebody. But when if you're leaving and it's somebody you love, whether you want to murder them or not, I mean, please don't. But always say goodbye and always tell them how you feel and let them know you love them. You're allowed that 
moment of human and then you can still be mad. Does that make sense? No, 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 no. This is what I'm made with. This is love. After attempting numerous times, truly more times than I can even count, and coming at it from all different directions, I've realized something huge. And that has led me to this week and its topic, which is really kind of a non-topic. The whole point. Let me backtrack. I tried structuring. I tried not structuring. I've tried this every different way possible. It just fell apart before it even could get started. I couldn't even get off the ground. It was just, I was just going down that runway over and over. I could not get off the ground. Then I realized, okay, it's a lot like what's going on in the world right now, reflected right back at me as if I were looking in a mirror. So we have all these societal rules and roles and regulations and all of that. And right now, those boundaries don't even exist. Everything has dissolved. The way up could be the way down. The way left is also the way right. There is no certain direction. There is no known correct answer. It's all a, a mess, but a beautiful mess. The, the, we have options, endless options. We're, we're so free, even though it feels like the opposite because we're social distancing or staying home, quarantining. And that's reflecting when I'm trying to organize something that I do every week and it's not working. It's just not working. Kind of like the way we're headed in society. It's just not sustainable. And when that when that comes to a head, this is what happens. Things like this. I'm not saying that this virus was created for that. I'm not saying anything like that because the how and the why, you can't always know. It's just the what's happening. That's what we know. And it's a hot mess. But it is beautiful because we have, in order to move forward, we have to change things. We have to restructure. We have to change. And this is such an opportunity. So this week, I finally realized, wow, I wish I wouldn't have wasted all of that time and energy because it was headed this way all along. We have to change. This is just going to be one of those episodes where it's like not a venting session, so to speak, but just creating for the sake of creating. Not specifically trying to do my best work or not trying so hard to do this, or trying to make this work, or trying to make that happen. Instead, just doing it for the fun of it. Doing it just to do it. So what is that going to look like? I don't know, because that's what I'm basically trying to say. I've had to take my hands off the wheel and just give up. And let this lead me, wherever I'm led, I'm just going to go. Like a little puppy dog. So that's what this episode is. It's just giving up. It's creating for the sake of creating, not to create the best or to do the longest or to do the most. It's just to do because that's what I want to do. It's for fun. It's for love. It's for beauty. It's for this. It's for the fun of it. It's just creating just to create nothing less, nothing more. It just is. It's simple. It's basic. And it's so much fun and relieving and enjoyable and I can't wait to see what happens not just with the episode I'm talking in general the whole across the world just what happens after this is going to be awesome I'm so excited Piss out
This is a Yellow Wave production.